Hello, welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason. This week, Dana Ehrman and I watched season two, episode five of Netflix Blown Away. Follow Dana on Twitter and Instagram at airhead, that's E-H-R underscore head. Check her out on a virtual show this coming Friday called Laughing Liberally. You can check out her Facebook page for tickets. You can follow our show on Twitter at TO underscore pod and Instagram at Welcome to Reality MKE. Please subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help. And now onto the show. Welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason. Here again with us, as usual, my buddy Dana Ehrman. How are you tonight, Dana? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you, Nicole? <laughs> I am doing great. So glad to hear. I am going to give us a full disclosure here that I made you watch a reality show. Then I canceled on you. So I gave you an easy peasy palate cleanser. A lovely show that's a quick Netflix, just feel-good romp called Blown Away. <laughs> yes, you did. And I like to think of it, though, as um, you you put me through the ringer. You mm. had me watch back-to-back Real Housewives. And that's why you gave me, like, the palate cleanser. Because the... you, you've really, uh, it's it's been taxing. I've earned it. <laughs> You have well, you have, and you also were living in TLC world for a while, and then you went to Bravo. And I will say that when you were in, T- like, there was a point where I was like, I have to stop getting her TLC shows because she's gonna quit. She's gonna be like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> um, and then I, then I went, I leaned heavy on Bravo after that, and I was like, we got to do something. Um, but it's Whiplash. It's TLC <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> You know, yeah, and I don't love doing a Netflix show, and and mostly because they drop like these shows, like Blown Away. This is the second we did season two, episode five, for the record. But they they drop them all at once, and so I love I love doing like a like a deep wiki search on anything I'm watching, whether it's reality scripted whatever i'm like i'm in it and i'm just like and and my family hates it because i'll just deep dive and for these ones i can't do it i don't understand though like who watches something and doesn't get so into it that they like (laughs) want to immediately find out everything on the internet about it that just seems like natural dana you're speaking my language you really are (laughs) because I can't, I can't, I can't help it. I'm like, I'm deep diving and Ryan hates it because he'll just be like, get up. Like he, for the record, he's on his phone constantly when we're not paying attention at all. <laughs> no, no, you're right. He's not. And he yells at me because I will be like, Oh, did you know that this is not what really happened in to, to whatever cult drama we're watching. <laughs> but <laughs> But and he, he just has no idea. Yeah, no, and and it's not like he's paying any attention to what we're watching. He's 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 deep in his phone, googling cards or whatever, you know, like garbage that he's up to. Cards. 
Oh yeah, he has just <laughs> he's decided to go to his new thing is that he deep dives into his collections to determine whether or not they're worth anything. So it's been like records or magic cards or basketball cards or whatever Wait, he magic was. cards. <laughs> yep. Magic, magic cards. like Magic the Gathering, the game. Are you shitting me? <laughs> Like, yeah, that this is something I, I can't tolerate. What Dana, can I tell you today? He went downstairs, and I, I don't know, I didn't know why he went to our basement. And then, probably about a half hour later, I was like, Where's Ryan? And I was like, Is he taking a shower? Did what's he doing? And he was just downstairs, like, going through cards. To like deter- like looking them up, seeing if they were worth anything. You're making it sound like there's a lot of cards. <laughs> there like, are binders. Binders were involved. Binders full of cards. First of all, you remember binders full of women? Yeah, remember yeah, yeah. Mitt Romney. <laughs> Second of all, mm-hmm. I can't tell you. This is like waking up and and finding out that you've been friends with someone for five years. And you and now I'm just learning that they play Magic the Gathering. This is kind of a deal breaker. <laughs> Dana. To be honest. <laughs> it's not even like a casual thing. Like there there was it a time <laughs> Nicole could a be? casual Magic the Gathering fandom <laughs> does not exist. I've no, had but- multiple boyfriends oh. pretend that it is. So you're saying you thought ahead and you you got rid of those boyfriends who care about magic and I went ahead and uh, married and procreated. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. That's the difference between you and me. I will say that there there was a time where we were moving out of a house and we found a deck in like, I don't know, a drawer, a desk or whatever – and there was a significant argument between Ryan and his brother Lael over whose deck that was of Magic the Gathering. Because it was, it was a good deck. <laughs> this is deeply disturbing to me. And I think it might be best if we just move on. Yeah. I mean, I guess, though, if we're talking about interestingly different hobbies, blowing glass is one of them. <laughs> Yeah, I'll take that all day. I'll take that all day. Yeah. And it's something where, like, when you sent that to me, Mm -hmm. I just never, in no reality that I could imagine, were you ever going to send me a show about glass blowing. So I I was very surprised. And yet it follows a lot of, the other reality shows we've watched in that like oh my god there was a villain <laughs> in this show about glass blowing yeah yeah and like the like i love a competition show but we haven't used a lot on this podcast because i i like a competition show but i lean 
mostly towards the ones where I'm like, everyone's great. And I like, you know, like Drag Race or um, Top Chef where like everyone's very talented. I guess Top Chef is a little more, they have like characters and villains and heroes, but this one's so unique that I do think that it's, it's like super interesting. And like, it's also this thing that like, I am so outside of like there's like you I'm a terrible chef but I think most people who can competently cook are like I could come up with something for that there's no way you could do this right you absolutely could not and it's such a I feel such a weird combo of like um on the one hand I love hearing them talk about it hearing them talk about like this art form that I know nothing about and it's so great to hear their passion and everything and on the other hand I'm like you weirdo <laughs> you know what I mean like, yes, I don't feel yes. like it, but it straddles it <laughs> it is like very <laughs> I'm scared to say oh say it I just, there's a little bit of self-congratulations or, like, self-seriousness with artists generally. And, like, again, this is something I couldn't even start to do. So I I recognize that, like, I am unprepared to make a critique of this. But, like, there's like... (laughs) I was going to say, you... Maybe you couldn't, but then you also have to ask yourself, would I want to? <laughs> and maybe the answer to that is also mm. no. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> no, you're right. Because it is very like, okay, for example, I will tell you about a different, I, there was another episode that I almost had us do and I decided against it because I thought Bobby Burke was a fun a fun little cameo to throw into this episode but um the episode right before this they were tasked with creating like a cartoon character and it was like a really fun challenge and everyone's was really cute and whatever there's one guy um the Chris guy um who is like the the like gray haired clear glasses guy okay. he what he created as his cartoon character was a glass full of colored pencils and then the one there was one red colored pencil that was broken and had like blood drops out of it and he was like this is really just a statement about political cartoons and about how how they really like affect the world kind of like the charlie hebdo situation and i was oh like my- Buddy, they asked you to make a cartoon character. Chill the fuck out. He name-dropped Charlie Hebdo. (laughs) This challenge. Oh, my God. Well, that's a great um, first example. He he pulled the same shit this time. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be a lighthearted thing. Literally, so in this episode, (laughs) what they are tasked with is to create the centerpiece for a table that would be functional, but Mm -hmm. also artistic and spark conversation and whatnot. And they go around to everybody 
and have them talk about their ideas. And everyone has like either a straight up like fun idea or like a whimsical idea. And then Chris comes along and he's like, yeah, but what about death? (laughs) And then he's like, yeah, this is going to be a memorial because not all special events are happy. <laughs> and I'm like, geez, man. It's literally like so I mentioned Bobby Burke from uh Queer Eye shows up. <laughs> it's just that show is just love and light and like positivity. Oh. Yeah. And he's like, you know what that makes me think of? <laughs> Death. Death. <laughs> like, okay, bro. Okay. Yeah, and I will say, so <laughs> we'll talk about their pieces at some point, but like Chris is interesting because the first two guest judges who are like out, I mean, Bobby Burke, we all know from Queer Eye, but like yeah. otherwise, it's like if you're not in the art world or the like specifically the glass blowing art world, like you don't know who they are, but they're all impressed by them, you know? Yeah. Um, and the first two guests, he was like, I, I was their teacher. And so, like, I think he is, like, a very accomplished glass artist. You know, okay, but... <laughs> it does not come across. There's also such a thing as following directions, <laughs> which he cannot do. Hey, when he teaches a class, he can come up with the syllabus. It can be death, 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 death. If that's what he wants, but that was not the assignment this time, nor in the cartoon episode, I gather. Yes, and he also, I will say this: what I dislike the most about him is he does speak in the third person in his interviews fairly often. I don't do- know about this episode, but previous episodes, he definitely did. Wow, like. Dude's dying to be the villain. He just just wants that role and he has it. Yeah. And like he, I think in the first episode or something, uh, he, he was like, oh, I, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't win this and I really want to like trust myself, which is like totally a fine thing to say if you're, you know, a creative person. Um, <laughs> I, said, I said that was such malice in my voice if you're a creative or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, but he said something like, I don't want to sound arrogant. I've been accused of being arrogant, but I think I'm going to win a bunch of these challenges. <laughs> Which is so like very like I'll put it in terms that you what w- you would relate to, but it's very jade on uh, ANTM. Like I'm the next uh, supermodel, and I'm here now. <laughs> I mean, I'm the second coming of like God. Like yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, you know, we're we're kind of shitting on Chris a lot, but sure, sure. Um, whoever, what is the woman's name who is, I think she's like 50 years old. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Where did you pull that from? <laughs> Nicole just pulled the beer out. I, I, <laughs> I requested that my, my brother, uh, run me up a beer. Cause. Oh my uh, God. 
Okay. We, we chatted a lot <laughs> before we started recording and I was not prepared for a two beer recording session. Gotcha. Okay. No, I honestly, I forgot that your brother lived <laughs> with you and that's why I was like, did a ghost give that to you? Like what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, you will have to remind me what were we saying because that... <laughs> That that took me uh, out of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you were about to pivot to a, a lady. Oh yes. Do you remember what her name is? She's like fifty. She's been doing this for a long time. Yes. Hold on. I'm gonna look it up because I don't know. Yeah, but basically, Andy. 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 Yeah. She too feels uh she's got a healthy ego yeah um yeah i don't know i guess that's the way to put it she really is confident that she is better than all the youngins um and i guess i mean i don't know she she might be right but it just came <laughs> off wrong was she the one who who uh, oh gosh was it this episode there was some episode where she was talking about how difficult it is to be a woman in this in this field which i don't just i don't necessarily i assume is true i guess is what i'm saying like i absolutely assume it's true um but there was like a point where she was like i'm i'm just gonna win this and i'll do anything i have to and i was like i don't I don't know that like <laughs> it's, I don't know what she's more talented than some of the other people that are around her like I they all seem well that's also that's also an example for me of like this reality show trying to be as cutthroat as a different kind of reality show yeah. it's like she's like I'll do whatever I have to do and and that sounds like menacing and like threatening, but it's like, you know, all you have to do, Andy, is just glass blow some freaking cool stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. if someone said that in the challenge, it would be like being sneaky and stabbing people in the back and everything. But no, Andy, doing what you have to do is literally glass blowing. Yeah, because it isn't like, you're right. It's not like the challenge or like, um like big brother or something where like you're scheming with other people or like lying or being a villain it could be to your benefit or to your detriment like yeah it's literally like i don't know you could be a super nice person or you could be an asshole but if you create awesome glass stuff like and you know who else you have it (laughs) was elliot elliot did that as well because he was like you know i still view this competition as just competing against myself yeah but you know once we narrow it down a little further i'll pick someone to target (laughs) i'm like what does that mean are you gonna smash their piece like how do you target (laughs) someone in this in this competition i'm pretty what if they could oh my god (laughs) What if they could like sabotage each other? Or what if what if it was like the mole? Enough that they don't need to, but what were you saying? 
No, what if there? What if it was like the mole where there was like we're we're gonna do this like glass blowing competition, but one person is there to sabotage. <laughs> Can we get Ted Sarandos on the phone and <laughs> this right now? That's pretty good. Someone is there just to fuck. <laughs> like they're just like mixing out like the colors so that they think they're rolling in like red, but it's actually like. <laughs> orange you imagine like you bitch this is tangerine (laughs) someone turned the uh the kiln down to like three thousand instead of five thousand it's really messing yes well and um too i guess i had this question like each of them because i guess glass blowing is like so difficult like they each have like another person there. Yep. So like what if they were like one of them was the mole? Well, and they could because <laughs> because I think one of the interesting parts of this is they obviously need an assistant cuz they provide them with those folks, but they rotate them. So like it's not it's like so they're not learning to, like that's what I think um I think it was Elliot who was saying like he's a little bit like demanding of his um assistant but like they're not like learning the like ebb and flow of the way somebody works because so, sure. because they keep switching them so i thought that was like a really interesting point but like i also wonder like what are your th- okay i want your thoughts on this because i am a, a relatively recent viewer of drag race like probably the last like five seasons but one of the things i really love about drag race is that it's not exactly like um oh gosh like top chef is like this or whatever but they give them enough time to be to put on their best show like there's very like they have a a short like competition where they have to rush but generally like their big show is like take all they they're never like short for time they always look good they look like and i love that because they're just like we just want to see your art this obviously there is a bit of a time crunch but they generally seem like they're giving them a decent amu- uh, enough time to get stuff done do you do you want like them to do you want to like push them as hard as you can or like do you like that aspect of it or do you like that they're just like this is basically enough time to perform what you need to perform that's a really good question now i haven't even seen drag race but i would like if you were going to push mhm the contestants in a show like glass blowing or drag race i would say drag race because like i could see being able to do a better job with whatever you had but like yeah glass blowing like simply put it just seems like no matter how good you are if you don't have like apparently a minimum of five hours it's gonna look janky as hell yeah um it also seems like maybe it'd be really dangerous to make them rush there could be the the medical side of it and it's just it it was just fascinating to me like so i love chopped Mm, and yeah a show like that you know you're cooking under like extreme time limits yeah but it's so rare like even if they they fuck something up they can like do something with it like or they can add something or whatever but like the glass blowing it's like it shatters and 
you're literally left with nothing. Yes, there there was a <laughs> one of the, I think it was like the first episode. Uh, somebody's piece like shattered right at the end, and they literally like put a piece forward that was like. Um, it had shattered pieces under it and then like but but it was like the 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 challenge was like an art installation so it actually like worked because it was like oh i forget what it was it was just like a like a plant growing out of like the the wreckage or something and so they they included the parts that had shattered in their piece so it actually ended up working but like yeah like uh, there as far as i have seen so far and i am like one episode past where we what we watched uh there hasn't been any instances where someone literally was like, I have nothing to show you. <laughs> like, right? Like, here are the shards. <laughs> but that's super interesting that depending on the challenge, it could work. Like, if it really yeah. is like an artistic installation, yeah. you can make yeah. it work. But yeah, for something functional, it's like, I can't sell these shards to you. I can't <laughs> pretend that that was on purpose. <laughs> but, I yeah, love I, the idea of like, just being like here are my shots i mean like it's very like do you watch have you ever watched project runway uh no oh if you like antium you'll you would like project runway but there have been a few times where they've sent models down the runway and you're just like this woman is just basically nude on top (laughs) (laughs) so i guess maybe there would be some i don't know no one's nude in this show. Is, is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's nude in this glass blowing show. <laughs> Which seems very dangerous, you know. Although it seems hot enough in that in that shop that maybe they'd like to be. I don't the know. The hot shop, you mean? <laughs> it's, it's in the name. <laughs> the hot shop. But that is, I guess that's one thing that is super cool about glass blowing is like these people are the best at what they do. Yeah. And they still mess up so much. And that's not a reflection on them. It's a reflection on just how hard this is. Yeah. I mean, I, I will, uh, every time I watch the show where somebody's like large piece breaks, like you'll see sometimes smaller, but they're just like, oh, dang. I would like murder everyone around me. <laughs> like, I don't think I have the temperament for glass blowing. That that one judge was talking about, like, that you stop being precious about all of it because it just happens so yeah. much. Just learn to just, like, move on. But <laughs> I can't imagine how many tantrums I would throw before I got to that point. Like, holy crap. I know. Um, also, as a, like, we can get into the actual, like, show, but, or what what they made, but, like, um, I made my, my, speaking of my brother who very lovely brought me up a, a beer just now, <laughs> like a um, ghost. <laughs> I made him watch this episode with me the other night because I was like, I have to, I have to watch this really quick. And he mentioned the, the host of this show, Nick Yuhas. Who could it, get it by the way. What? Who could get it by the way. Oh, interesting. You don't well, agree? He, he's a little bit. He seems tiny to me. Yeah, and that ain't that ain't for you. You're like a captain. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's what you like. You're like, you're like a big oaf. <laughs> oh, Dana. As a side note, 
they they just released the couples who are going to be on Happily Ever After. And I was like, I cannot wait to introduce Dana to the big oaf that I love on this show. He's a oh. bad human being, but like he has those oaf qualities that I'm like, he can get it. <laughs> okay. I love how you don't agree because this man is tiny. <laughs> but he is a... Uh, he is a big brother contestant and I totally forgot about him. Really? So yeah. how do you, how do you make the move to, from big brother contestant to glass blowing host? I don't know. What a pivot. Like he, my brother said, Nick, you Haas, I hate this guy. I go, how do you have an opinion about the blown away host? <laughs> but he was on, he was a, he was a very early, uh, early boot in a season of big brother, um, in which the winner is like one of my favorite winners of all time. So yeah. I think I just, my brain erased him, but. Okay. There you have it. You, you get on big brother, you can host a glass point. <laughs> that. What a sale of the show. <laughs> that would get me on. <laughs> it is weird to think of like uh, somehow your cast hosting a show that you literally know nothing about. Because as, as far as I know, he knows nothing about glass blowing. Right? Oh, it didn't come up in uh, <laughs> the season of Big Brother. Like he, he wasn't like, I need a hot shop uh, on, the, on the set. Yeah. Now, did I, they didn't really mention it, but did you notice that the uh, the fire thing, like the kiln they put it in, they call it the glory hole? No, that didn't come up. I'm sure I would have remembered that. <laughs> I think they just put, like, at the bottom, they'll say, like, glory hole temp, like 5,000 or whatever it is. And <laughs> they, they call it the glory hole. <laughs> hey, uh... Whatever you need to do to spice up glass blowing, you know. Seems like a bad idea though, because like you don't want to, you don't want to put anything in that hole, <laughs> except for glass, I suppose. <laughs> well, Chris put his damn hand in in three thousand degree glass, <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe he would be willing. Can we talk about? Uh, let's talk about that. Um, because Can you recap the, it was a. Uh, centerpiece for like a dinner table to be functional and artistic yeah and I don't even what what <laughs> was his <laughs> like, I don't even remember I don't think it I really... was it was a memorial remember he was just like but what was yeah. the function of it oh I think the memorial part I think the function was it would also make you remember someone <laughs> who died okay I really I think that's what it was okay um now he risked his hands by putting his hand through it now I just want I I don't I'm not an artist so maybe I can't judge these things but like I don't it didn't look like a hand no and in fact <laughs> one of the judges like asked him about it and then when he said that's a hand they were like hmm <laughs> like they did not see it either but he said he was like I believe enough in the idea that I'm gonna do it yeah <laughs> I mean I mean maybe if there if it had been 
clearly like a hand put through like kind of like you know those things like <laughs> at six flags where you like dip your hand into like wax and it's like a hand <laughs> this is like I, a very I can follow you but <laughs> I don't quite know like a very specific uh Illinois suburb thing where you're just like yeah you go to Six Flags you dip your hand in wax and then you get like a wax mold of your hand like if it was like one of the like point is if it looked like a hand in glass I think that would have been cool but like it didn't it just looked like because it turns out when you put your hand in 3,000 degree glass, you don't have a lot of time to stick in there and make sure that it's perfect. You're kind of <laughs> like, ow, I'm going to take that out now. <laughs> so. Yeah, and like, I don't know. I mean, I think I think he gets lost. If If I'm being like the nicest that I can be to him I think he gets lost in the concept a little much yeah and his like execution is not like he's just like well don't you see it it's this amazing piece and like it was really hard to see him like putting like literal tears like he was just like in literal tears about this piece and I was just like it it, it very much felt like he had planned to make this and he shoehorned it into this challenge. Like he yes. he wanted to find a place to do this. And I guess that's fine. But it's like, it just was very strange. Well, I mean, should we get fully into it? Like he says during like the final presentation that it had a lot of personal meaning for him because when he started the show, his father died. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the piece has something to do with his father. And I, I don't, I'm like, it's like you said, he decided to do that before they even gave the assignment. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I am sorry for your loss. Yeah. But um you didn't follow the directions yeah and this is a competition show <laughs> and like and i can say this because my dad died yeah. i'm a lot you and know you would follow the rules and i would follow the rules <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> exactly. exactly yeah i mean i think it's like a weird thing where you're just like this is like by all means you can build or create something that means something to you right like but if it doesn't fit in this in this assignment like what are they supposed to do yeah exactly you've got to do a better job of melding what you want and what they want and i would have done that put your hand through glass <laughs> no you would have followed the rules I loved him <laughs> um, gosh I don't even know where to go to from here but like did you have a favorite person well just straight up person um, the guy who did the chili um, centerpiece he, he was like younger and burly and you know. I, I know that someone, wait, 
I I wish my notes were better because I was like, was it the hot sauce trough? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That guy, because he just seemed like lighthearted. Yeah. And fun yeah. and funny, and he told Bobby Burke, "Hey, my kids love you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, I think his name is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he just, yeah, he was a cool guy, and I also liked um. What's her name now? Yeah, love now. Like now a lot. Um, they're probably my favorite too. Yeah, I like now a lot, and I like, uh, um, what's her name? She's like really cute. Uh, Colorful hair. Yeah, yeah. She was the yeah. one who like was. Uh, she- Wait, I don't know if this is this episode now. <laughs> I watched so many episodes like this right before I was like, let's do this one. Um, she's the one who's like going blind. She has like the really like hip. Oh, was that not? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Uh, she's like the really hip like glasses. Uh, cat, I think her name is. Boy, she uh. she she had the like colorful hair, um, and like big like she wore like gold kind of like I'm saying hip glasses but they like kind of look like old people glasses because that's what young people wear nowadays yeah 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 yeah. Um, but okay yeah she's cool too regardless um I I haven't looked it up and I don't know any of these people but I would have to say like I love now but I think Elliot's gonna win just based on my well yeah based on the things that he's done he said that he's going to target someone. <laughs> yeah. So I think so too. I think he's going to win. <laughs> he, yeah. he, he's in the middle for me. Like he, he rubbed me the wrong way a couple of times, but overall, whatever. You're like British people can, is he British? He's got an accent. Yeah. It's, it's British. Of Yeah. I got scared. I was like, UK something, but I don't know if it's British. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm like, no, let's let Americans win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you hate the Brits. You're like, oh, red coats. Yeah. Page I'm a patriot to this country. You've all you always say that. Um <laughs> no, I just he he's had some like good a good run, I think. Again, I I'm only on episode six, so I don't know. And I, I again I can't Google it and also my Google is being taken up with magic card Googling right now, so I can't. Please don't even <laughs> Um, gosh, I don't even remember. Like, my notes are, I'm looking at my notes and they're so bad because they literally are like, they're just about what I think of the people and not what they created, which is a real. Well, I can fill that in. Yeah, please do. Well, so we already talked about Chris and the memorial. Mm -hmm. And then Mike, he made the hot sauce trough, which. I, I mean, it's like a f- fun idea. It's definitely like unique. And the finished piece was colorful and like had these details of chili peppers. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I appreciated the attempt. It was a little askew, if I remember correctly. Like it seemed yeah. like it, it, 
was so tilted. was the memorial though what's that so was the memorial yeah <laughs> it was it was yes yes so yeah um so you had those elliot um he had the like trash bucket idea oh, yeah. like the cell was, phone one <laughs> yeah like the idea like artistically was trash but the functional part was like no everybody put their phones in this bucket so that at dinner you're like in the moment and i don't know i mean that's a decent idea the judges yeah. like had some you know thoughts on like you probably don't want it to be a clear thing because then you'll just see your phone going off and that'll be annoying oh yeah 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 but um i mean i uh, again unlike chris he like heard the prompt and he like followed it so you, yeah you're liking this rule follower you're into it <laughs> <laughs> and um and then let's see then you had now who made i can't even really describe it that well but it was very colorful and and um they like held votive candles they were like candle holders oh the candelabra right oh yeah yeah yeah. you fancy i didn't know that word is that what that's what it was right yeah yeah and she broke her plate, like, or not the plate, but let the, oh, good gravy. I'm so sorry. I'm totally, like, remembering other, no, no, no. I don't think it was a candelabra. That, oh. I think that might have been a different challenge of hers. Well, I, that's me just not knowing what that <laughs> word means, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and it had the word candle in it, so I assumed that was it. Um but yeah it, it it had like you could mix and match like the little bowls on each stand and the candles yeah 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 no no, no i remember okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> so, i don't know it was just like really well done she seems really like um like really talented but also like really um like just like th this is what i do i just make like like i don't want to say chill because that that sounds like she's not like serious in what she does but like she just like in relation to, to chris like we're saying like he takes himself like really seriously like i feel like she is just like I love doing this and it's fun and I just make it and here we are. And I, I, I like like her easy, like happy emotion. <laughs> like she's just like, I'm here and I make this and it's fun and I love it. Yeah. I mean like not trying to like over intellectualize it or like wax poetic on it. It's just like, yeah, I love this art form. Woohoo. Yeah. Uh, also like yeah like so the like the okay so i i remember now like i'm mixing up two episodes because she made candles candle holders for two episodes okay. but these were the ones with, like the little like swirlies under them yes. right yeah 
Okay, so it also seems like she does these things where I'm like, that looks really hard. But when I watch her do it, it doesn't seem hard, which I think is like probably a, a sign of like a very talented artist. Cause like she's yeah. just like, I just like, or maybe it's again, it might just be her personality, but she's just like, yeah, I'm just making this. And I looked at it, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was an ease about her that, like, there wasn't a ton of tension coming off of her. Like, there was, like, Chris or Elliot. Um, it was just, like, a better energy. Yeah, and there was, like, another episode where, uh, like, at different parts of the episode, all of them said, like, I'm so not used to feeling stressed when I'm making glass. And I was like, that's all I would feel when I was making glass. <laughs> I was going to bring that up when we were talking about it earlier, like, it's funny that a lot of people would be like, yeah, you know, my art form, like painting, like I just, I decompress, I de-stress, like it's just, and it's like, that seems antithetical to what this is. <laughs> yeah. So, um, this, this, sorry, I've been like trying to, sh speaking of shoehorning something in, I've been trying to shoehorn this in the whole time. <laughs> And I'm just going to ask it, but like, I feel like I would constantly have to fight from touching the glass with my hands. Mm. Like they're, like they're, <laughs> like they're, they're creating these things and like they have all these like, like metal things that they use to shape and whatever. And then there's like that, like fabric-y type looking thing that they roll on it. I'm just like, yeah. there's not a chance in the world I wouldn't accidentally touch that glass. <laughs> okay, so we're going to keep you out of the hot shop. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not allowed in the hot shop, ever. Not allowed. Um, yeah, I can relate to that, though. Because I feel <laughs> like, like... No, it's it's bright red. I would never touch it. <laughs> no, I... Well, I can relate, because... <laughs> Here's the best example is like if I make a frozen pizza, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'll like take it out and just like touch something that I know is hot. Yeah. It's like I've forgotten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the burning sensation reminds me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like if I'm cooking anything, like sometimes I'll just like pick up the pan and then I'm like, oh fuck <laughs> but that's what I mean like I make a lot of chicken nuggets or fish sticks for my children and like I pull them out to flip them over halfway through and there's many a time where I go to pick up the pan to put it back in the oven and I'm like hold on yeah that pan just came out of the oven and yeah. so if I touch that I'm like ouch that hurts but that's at like 350 degrees this is like 5,000 degrees. Yeah. If you touch that, your skin is melting to it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. I, I, <laughs> I worked at Starbucks. so silly. Like, they're making glass, and I'm like, when I make a pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was just going to relate a story, and I was like, this is the stupidest comparison to, like, making molten hot glass but I worked at Starbucks for a brief period of time and it happened to be the time when pa those panini sandwiches were there okay. and it's fine if you don't remember them they were terrible but 
our panini grill was 500 degrees and if you like accidentally like hit your arm on it it was like you were just like black like it was like a black burn it wasn't even like you know what I mean so like when I think about like molten glass I'm just like I'm a hundred percent gonna accidentally touch that and then be like y'all <laughs> <laughs> you have to stop production. Cause... Oh my god, the noise you just made! <laughs> oh. Did you hit the panini grill? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It'll like it, it, it hurts in a way that like I can't even express. Like, oh my god, and that's five hundred degrees. Right, right. Oh wow. Yeah, we should just steer clear. <laughs> that's why we're on this podcast, and they're yeah, doing yeah. Ooh. Yes, <laughs> I know that like dead ends our conversation about what they're building, but like I think the point is that they are extremely talented human beings, and reducing them to like she's the bad girl of glass <laughs> seems. I'm gonna do it any- anyway. Absolutely, yeah, of course. I'm gonna do it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so I think were there just two others we didn't. Yeah, who did we miss? So Andy, she made I guess what was like a full like platter of like saucers and I don't I don't yeah know. and she see this is why she and Chris are the same. She gets <laughs> like overly abstract about it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She was like, they're reminiscent of the mountains. And they were not at all. Not even the judges thought so. Yeah. Yep. And I think that's, I loved the judges because you, I kind of expected them to judge from a perspective of like, you know, like these lofty ideas and, um, you know, just like heavy on the artistic side, but no, they were kind of like, uh, can you see over it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's good. Like they were just very yeah. straightforward. There were a lot that they knocked because they were just like, <laughs> like there was a good, good couple moments where Bobby Burke just sat down and he'd be like, what am I going to say over this? <laughs> yeah. Like I just stopped talking. Yeah. 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 Which and, I did uh, like. What's up? Which I liked. I liked that it was just like him being like, this is pretty, but like we, it, like this was specifically a functional challenge and this, this crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think the final one was, God, what do you call them? Cloches? Cloches? Like the things that you put over food. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and it, I thought it was kind of a but I know what you're idea because like the function was twofold. It was like yeah, on the one hand, if you're eating outside, you could put these things on top of the food so bugs don't get on them, and then it's also like a ring toss game, which is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot the ring toss portion of that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, that did feel like um, it, it felt like it was a technical thing that they were like, look how, like, that I can do this, but, like, I don't know how functional it actually was, but, like. Yeah. 
But at least she wasn't saying like, oh, they look like mountains. She was like, no, <laughs> this is a ring toss game. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have to send you one of the uh one of the earlier challenges. Um I don't even remember what the challenge was, but um uh Mike did this the, the did this like thing that was supposed to be a it was supposed to be, I think it was supposed to be like some sort of like water pitcher or something. And he was like, this is going to look like a mountain with a tree. And like when he, when he like unveiled it, it like straight up just looked like a bong. And I was like, is no one going to say this? Like no one. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he got like bad marks on it, but like no one was like, this just looks like a bong, especially because it's like glass blown. It just felt like something that like an eighth grader would be like, check this out. It's just like a shitty glass blown blonde. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've heard. I don't know for sure, but. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like I, it's so, <laughs> it's again though, it's so hard to be like, look at this shitty mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm yeah, gonna yeah, do it. yeah, yeah. It's like when I again, like when I watch like Project Runway or Top Chef, and I'm like, oh my god, look at the construction of that outfit. Like I could sew something. Look at this piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what my reference is pizza. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so then the judges. I okay this was so funny to me is that the judges uh deliberate mm-hmm. in a group just like a stone's throw away from the contestant <laughs> and they're just like <laughs> like they're telling secrets yeah and the contestants are like what do they say <laughs> like <laughs> well they they also do that weird thing on reality shows where like or reality competition shows where they like bring them out and they're like let's ask some questions and they like casually like give hints who's like top three bottom three because they'll be like what did you think about like why would you do this and they'll be like well i did this because blah 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 and they're like we thought that was a terrible idea <laughs> <laughs> well let's talk about that too yeah yeah so they ask Chris, like, what's the deal? And that's when he has a big uh, show of emotion and talks about his dad passing away. And again, like, very serious matter. I feel for him. However, in what world after that were they going to be like, he's going home? <laughs> you know, like, they could not do that. They could not. No, I mean, it would, especially, like, they know they're going to Netflix. Like, this is, like, this, this can't be a cutthroat situation, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, no matter what they really thought of it, they yeah. could not eliminate him. Despite mm-hmm. the fact that it wasn't functional, it was the tallest so Bobby Burke ain't having a conversation over that. Okay? <laughs> no, no. Bobby ain't talking to Anthony. No. Over that. Do you know how small Anthony is? He can't see over that. I don't know if he's small. He looks small to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You like you and small men, you're like, no. I love a small man, but just you know, not not for my uh 
<laughs> he just can't be in my own my own fantasy league, you know, like sure, sure. <laughs> that's right but um so chris was never going home yeah and and can we say who went home nicole oh my it was the <laughs> what's his name mike yeah yeah i mean i feel like maybe we're at a point where Do you I, do you think you would have felt satisfied with any of them going home outside of Chris? Yes, I Ooh. think Andy. Oh, okay. Because hers too. The judges, when they were looking at all the pieces, were like they said they didn't know how functional that really would be. Sure. And they also said like they didn't get why she would make them like mountains and they didn't really think they looked like mountains. Yeah. So like and it was tall. So I felt like she really like failed at every facet of the assignment. Okay. And then didn't go home. And I didn't like how she was like, Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I think my pieces have been the best every week. <laughs> like humble yourself yeah yeah so i i sincerely hope that the bottom two were mike and her i can't imagine that chris wasn't like if we're if we're uh, let's go bottom three chris had to be there like and yeah. so you're you feel let me just ask you a question do you feel like this is a producer decision like there was like they're the bottom three we got guy who like bared his soul about his father's passing we have lady who's made it very clear that like this is a sexist uh art and then we have other guy like do you think it was a producer decision because you know like sometimes on like and teaming we're like mm, girl that was a producer decision <laughs> oh yeah well, i don't know because from another point of view like at least for me, when I look at those three and I'm just like, who's the most fun? Like mm. he was. Like he, he was. He was funny and he had like wacky ideas and stuff. So if I'm a producer, like I sort of want him to stay because he's like more interesting. I agree. Also, um, for a little background, like he is a, he has said on previous episodes, he's actually a glass sculptor, which in watching the show i've learned this is different so like he does like a lot of like like he heats up glass and like makes like figurines and things like that he doesn't do a lot of vessels where like he's blowing so like perhaps they okay. perhaps there is some sort of politics of sculptors versus blowers i don't know you know i think that could very <laughs> oh it's uh getting deep into the glass world <laughs> i think it's highly possible because in this episode it came up a lot where he was like i really have to like blow more elements this time around because i've done yeah. some sculpting and the judges have noticed that and they they appreciated that he did more of that this time but they were like it's not executed that well so yeah maybe they were like you know what his time as a 
sculptor on this show is up. Yeah, they're like, this isn't sculpt away. It's blown away. <laughs> we yeah. feel very strongly attached to this show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, So we'll wrap up here, but I have two more quick things. First and foremost, I appreciate that they have to wear like the dark glasses what, what, like because they're looking into flames and it would be terrible for your eyes or whatever. Yeah. But I specifically have an issue with Elliot and maybe Mike and they wore teeny tiny little dark glasses. Huh. As opposed to like bigger glasses. Now I'm generally a big I'm I'm a older lady, you know, <laughs> these young fo- these young folks who are wearing tiny glasses again. You can tear the large sunglasses off of my dead corpse because I'm going to wear them for the rest of my life. But those teeny tiny glasses, do you think they're more functional or, or like, is it that they want to be able to see like real light and then some dark or is it, is it fashion? What are your thoughts on this? <laughs> Cause I thought about it a lot. <laughs> um, I gotta, I gotta imagine it's something about seeing the regular light, and because it would be crazy for it to be fashion. Like yeah. these guys are like fashionable. Otherwise, <laughs> well, I'm that, sorry. That would be like me. <laughs> that would be like me being like, no, for fashion, I need these glasses. It'd be like Dana, you're wearing a T-shirt from eighth grade, like. <laughs> fuck do you care about fashion and i'd be like you're right good point hmm okay i think that's fair because i guess i don't remember what i think the most fashionable person there is probably cat and i don't remember what kind of dark glasses she wore yeah i i do not remember you thought about this more than i I just, I just am passionate about large sunglasses. You are. You are a big sunglasses person. I know this about you. Yes. I love, I wear, like, I have a very sensitivity to light. And I, so I like a big sunglass. In fact, I, I, I buy, like, vintage glasses so that they're, like, 60s. Like, I've said this before. Mrs. Roper yeah. is, my, is my fashion icon. <laughs> I want, like, the biggest of glasses. But... Okay. They are um, the, <laughs> the very last last question I have is there was a point that someone and I I wrote this down and I don't know who said it but someone said that they they didn't really have friends until they started glass blowing which is yeah. in and of itself like oh just like so so sweet but also so like heartbreaking or whatever. Yeah. But like do you think there are other like neat niche communities niche neat niche how do you say that i think i think no one knows for sure i hear both like 50 50. okay are there other niche communities that like we need more reality shows from because i feel like there was a period of time where we were doing uh, like tattoo artists, we were doing other like uh, people who buy stuff 
<laughs> out yeah, of storage yeah. sheds. Like antiquing or, or, oh yeah, storage wars. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there, there must be other nerd areas or, or like uncommon areas that we need reality shows from. I don't, I'm horrible at like thinking on the spot, but sure. one just came to me. Okay, I'm ready for that. Magnet fishing. What is it? What? You don't know about magnet fishing? I do not. Please tell me everything. It's, um, I mean, I guess it, it pairs well with like the shows of like people buying from storage containers or like, <laughs> sure, uh, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, it's like people who um, get like the strongest magnets that you can like probably legally buy as a regular consumer and uh-huh. they like tie it to the end of a rope and they throw that into a body of water and bring it back up and see if anything stuck to the magnet. I've even seen people doing this on the river walk. I've seen people doing this in the river here in Milwaukee. Dana. This is the greatest idea you've ever had. <laughs> like, I, I have seen a few videos mm-hmm. of, I, <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing really hard because I thought you paused to, like, take notes about this. <laughs> um, in, in my brain, I am, but yeah, yeah, yeah. please. <laughs> but, you know, they'll throw that and, like, they'll pull knives out of the river or like a whole bike or like in one case I saw a video where someone found a gun and it was like ooh maybe that is evidence what the fuck (laughs) Dana this is this is the second grade idea we've had on this podcast and you keep that to yourself. I'm going to edit all of this out because this is the most I would watch. So, have you ever watched uh like River Monsters? No. Okay, River Monsters is a show where this guy goes and he he goes to like small like villages or whatever or towns that are like something murdered a child in, in the river and we have no idea what it is. It's like some sort of creature. And then he goes like fishing a bunch and like 99.9% of the time he's like it's a huge catfish. I caught one. Check it out. It's bonkers. But like, it reminds me a lot of that because it's like, he goes in and he's like, don't know what we're going to catch. We're just going to go in and try and catch stuff. And, and it's like that combined with storage wars. And yeah, I would watch the shit out of that show, Dana. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. And unbelievable. this. At least from what I've seen with my own eyes, people mm-hmm. on the Milwaukee Riverwalk and also the people that I've seen in the videos, mm. it's a very particular kind of person. I imagine. I imagine it's like the folks who uh, use the metal detectors on the beach, but even scarier. Much. <laughs> Much. Yeah. Like, what do you think about that? Like, would you do it? Um, 
I'm going to be honest. I am also like as passionate as I am about reality TV. I'm also that passionate about true crime. And so I feel like I'm, there's going to be a lot of stuff I'm pulling out that I don't want to be a part of. I was going to say the exact same thing. Like, <laughs> but I want to watch someone else do it. Yeah, totally. I, I don't know what I would do if I like pulled up a gun. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm saying is please uh-huh. come magnet fishing with me. Yeah, I would, I would absolutely watch that show and let, I think we should end there because there's not going to be a better, <laughs> better idea than that. <laughs> So thank you so much for uh, both watching a show that we didn't record on and then jumping into Blown Away. And you know, it. you know it, buddy. I will ask you, will you watch the show again? Honestly, there's no reason not to. It's so short. It's such mm-hmm. an easy watch. There's no reason not to. I think we're discovering that the Netflix reality shows, uh, they are just like an easy, like, watch like we just mm-hmm. we're just, just able breathe. to power through them they're yep. hap- they're lovely and and easy to watch so mm-hmm. yeah all I, right i'm gonna do it <laughs> perfect do you have anything to plug this week dana uh, well actually yes i'm on a show called laughing liberally it's virtual this friday night and I'm trying to think of how I can describe someone getting tickets. Just go to my Facebook page. It's it's Dana Airman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's it. All right. Well, you can follow the show on Twitter at to underscore pod and Instagram at Welcome to Reality MKE. Download, subscribe, rate us wherever you get your podcasts. And thank you again, Dana. Always a pleasure. Thanks, pal.